0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of A Trophy Life, the official podcast of the Naismith Awards here in Atlanta. This is Bob Rathbun bidding you welcome. And coming up, we'll be chatting with Brady Manick, the Oklahoma native who played four years for the Sooners, was a four-year starter, and then took that extra year, the fifth year, as a grad transfer, went to North Carolina, and put together One of the most incredible runs in Tar Heel history, leading North Carolina with that three-point shot of his all the way to the national championship game. We'll catch up with Brady, talk about all that and more in just a moment. But we begin with our Jersey Mike's news and notes of the week. And congratulations going out to our 2020 Jersey Mike's Naismith Women's Collegiate Player of the Year, Sabrina Yanescu from Oregon, who, of course, is now in the WNBA and in the month of June. She has been on fire, averaging 26 points, 5.3 rebounds, 5 assists, and a true shooting percentage of 74.7. Her team, the New York Liberty, started 1-7, and seven, but because of Sabrina's hot hand, they have won three of their last four. In Atlanta, Ryan Howard of Kentucky, their great rookie, having a, perhaps a rookie of the year campaign. She's averaging just under 16 points per game. You may recall that Ryan Howard was our Jersey Mike's Naismith finalist for the Women's Player of the Year in both 20 and 21, and during the 21 season was our Naismith Player of the Week on one occasion. So congratulations to Ryan Howard on her hot start as a pro. We do send our heartfelt sympathies out this week to our 2020 Warner Ladder Naismith Men's Collegiate Coach of the Year, Dayton's Anthony Grant grieving the loss of his daughter, Jada, who died last week. Grant said that his daughter had battled mental health challenges in recent years and had sought and received treatment before her passing. When we come back, my conversation with Brady Manick, but first this from Jersey Mike's. If Jersey Mike's turkey had a resume, it would say it's 99% fat-free and raised without antibiotics. But our turkey already has its dream job. At Jersey Mike's, because premium meat makes a sub above. This week, my guest is Brady Manick, who used a fifth year of eligibility to author one of the most unique one-year success stories in NCAA history. After a solid career at Oklahoma, where he was a four-year starter, Brady moved on to North Carolina as a grad transfer and became one of the hottest stretch bigs right when the Tar Heels were making their run to the NCAA tournament title game. A former teammate of Trey Young's at Oklahoma, Manick etched his name into the Carolina history books by sinking 98 threes last season on 40% shooting with 22 of the threes coming in the NCAA tournament. It was a crazy run. Remember that Baylor game? Carolina lost Manick to an ejection on a flagrant elbow. They blew a 25-point lead, but then rallied to beat Baylor in overtime. And once the Tar Heels got to the Final Four, Brady Manick really kicked it into high gear. That three, you may recall, gave Carolina the lead late, 73-71, in a game they ultimately won over Duke. And then in Monday night's title game, his back-to-back threes triggered a 16-0 Carolina first-half run. Well, this week, I caught up with Brady Manick, and he talks about all that and more from a -a once-in-a-lifetime Carolina perspective. Well, you're making the tour uh, sure. trying to find a job, sure. and uh, this has been such a whirlwind for you. But I want to just go back. The decision, first of all, to go to North Carolina uh, after a fine career at Oklahoma. Uh, why the Tar Heels?
1: Yeah, so, um, you know, Coach, Coach Kruger retired a couple of days after he lost to Gonzaga in my true senior year, and, uh, you know, I, did, I had the opportunity to, you know, transfer, get in the portal, lay out all my options, and I, and I did that. I wanted to see if I wanted to go overseas, transfer or stay and it, ad- it ended up coming down to go to North Carolina and you know I'd, coach Davis was one of the last teams to call me. I got in the portal and it was just a really really special uh, first time I talked to him. I said I don't I don't care that you're North Carolina. I, I just want to want to come to a place I want to win, I want to play. Uh, I told him two things that he will probably remember the rest of his life. I said I don't want to be an 8 seed and I want to make it to week 16. We obviously were an eight seed, but we made it to the national championship. So I think it all levels out. But, uh, you know, I told him I, I, don't, I don't care that's North Carolina. I want, I, want to, I want to go somewhere and have that impact and have that season. And we did just that. And it was uh, unbelievable. It was one of the, the better decisions I've made so far. A match made in Carolina Blue Heaven. Yes, sir. Definitely. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was awesome getting to know him, getting to know his family, uh, all the players. They really bought into my one year and really accepted me as a player. It was, it was very special.
0: And what a year it was. I mean, you got as hot as anybody in the country down the stretch and carried the heels uh, when they needed it the most. i got to ask you about the two Duke games coming down the stretch because everybody had the first one. Uh, The game in Chapel Hill always kicks off the the rivalry. But everybody knew when you got to Cameron what what the night was going to be like. We've heard a ton
1: from the Duke perspective, yeah. but what
0: was it like for you guys in the events leading up to going to Cameron?
1: Yeah, so you know, um, when I when I committed, uh, he had just announced that he was retiring, and it would be his uh, kind of his farewell tour type thing. Mm-hmm. So going going North Carolina, you know, that last game that season is there. So just the build up from from that right there, it built all year. That night was 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 special even before. I committed. It was uh, it was supposed to be a big game, and you know, uh, just the the week building up to it, we were preparing. Uh, you know, it was, it was it was stressful. Coach Davis was he was saying we're going over there to win it. We want to we want to win that game. This is our chance to get in the tournament. This is our chance to do what we want to do. And uh, you know, he really he really bought into us being a really good team and trying to go over there and win that game. So when we get there, we got to walk about a hundred yards from the bus around the building. There's about six thousand seven thousand people outside just waiting and they make like a six foot alley and we're walking through all these fans so you know we we're, we get in there really we get our shoes on we'll beat all these people in no the uh student section's been in there for three hours already so it, it didn't stop from when we got off the bus until we won it was just loud it was packed uh really really cool energy in that building uh one of the more fun games i've been a part of one of the more fun environments i've been a part of just the have that student section, that crowd. Uh, it was it was unbelievable. A lot of celebrities there. It was it was really cool to to be on that stage and play that well.
0: I mean, there's plenty of rivalries
1: in the Big Twelve. Yes, sir. But what was it like, you know, walking into that one? Unbelievable. Um, you know, they they take it to a whole other level. Um, just looking at how the Duke uh, students just you know they 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 camp out for weeks. Um, the, the rivalry itself are so close. Uh, the, way, the way the fans really react to those games is very special. And, you know, when you win, they, they rush Franklin Street and Chapel Hill. So it was uh, just special to be able to be a part of that and, you know, just to, just to see that and get that win for everybody else.
0: Of course, a couple of weeks later,
1: yes, bingo, here, yes, here
0: they come again. Um, to play in a Final Four, to make it, to win four games, to get there, uh, you're shooting... Uh, was instrumental in the Tar Heels' success. As you look back, and it's still a pretty fresh memory. Uh, what was it like getting to New Orleans and beating in the Final Four, and then to have another Duke game on top of that?
1: Yeah, it's special. So when we got we got in the tournament, we we were on Baylor's side, and that's that's the side that we thought would be the best for us. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at that, and then we, we, when you notice Purdue and Kentucky, we won't have to play them until the Elite Eight. So we're really just focused on beating Marquette. Baylor get to UCLA going in the UCLA game Kentucky's already beat and we're about to go warm up and St. Peter's beats uh Purdue right. so you know we're going to this game thinking if we can beat UCLA we've got a real shot at doing this and we didn't take St. Peter's lightly after beating UCLA uh, just the it just we just kept winning I kept telling everybody we would win we get back to the hotel there'd be a lot of fans everybody be celebrating and I was just I was just kept thinking when is this going to end like does this ever end and we just you know it was so much fun all of our families were there friends um fans it was it was unbelievable and then you get to get to New Orleans it's a different environment you got four blue blood schools um schools that are from all over the place and you know uh it, it's really cool to to have us versus Duke as well for the first time and it being the final four not being an early game so it was very special for everybody and you know, uh, leading up to that Final Four game, it was uh, you know the, the hype was built ju- built again. It was it was unbelievable. Um, so much fun. Uh, you know, being able, kept telling everybody, the fans were really concerned about the the rivalry. It was mm-hmm. it was a big game, but for I think I I I, I can speak for both teams that we were in the Final Four. The rivalry kind of went out the window, and mm-hmm. it was we got to win this game to get the national championship. And I think that's how we really approached it. It wasn't about Duke North Carolina. It was about North Carolina getting the national championship. Yeah.
0: Well, yes, you fell just one step short, yes, but sir. still, what a remarkable year so and uh, just incredible! And
1: yes, congratulations! Sir. Thank you. Yeah, it was it was unbelievable. Just to be able to be a part of that team and know those guys forever and have that connection with Coach Davis, it's it's unbelievable for me and my family.
0: So, you're gonna keep the beard in the NBA?
1: Yeah. So it's uh, you know people people uh, recognize me. It makes a little bit of money for me. So I'm I'm definitely gonna keep it for sure. <laughs> Excellent, yes, Freddie. Thanks so Thank much. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thanks, Brady, and good luck to you at the next level. That'll do it for this week. Thanks so much for joining us. Please leave a rating and review. Helps us get the word out to college basketball fans everywhere. We are here 52 weeks a year talking about all things college basketball and high school basketball, too, on our Naismith Awards. Until next week, this is Bob Rathman saying so long.